Welcome to Swimming Upstream, the 10-minute podcast about Catholicism, technology, culture, baseball, whatever else might come up. I'm your host, Eric Sammons. This is episode number 45. On today's show, I'm going to be discussing the best way to stop abortion. So today, when I'm recording this, it's January 22nd, uh, 2018, which is the 45th anniversary of the Roe v. Wade decision, which legalized abortion basically through all nine months in the United States. And I just got back from the March for Life in Washington, D.C. It was beautiful weather, a great crowd. And I've been going to the March for Life for a number of years. I haven't gone every year, but the first time I went to it was 1991. That's when I really started, 1990, 1991 is when I really started being involved in the pro-life movement. So it's been about 27 years now that I've been involved in pro-life activism, pro-life um, activities, and you know any work against abortion. And I've been involved in a lot of different types of pro-life activism over that time. I've done some political things, been involved in some political activity. I've uh, gone to abortion clinics and prayed in front of them. I've been involved in direct action at abortion clinics, i.e. Operation Rescue, uh, where you um, block the doors of abortion clinics and end up getting arrested. I have been involved in prayer services, fasting to end abortion, just about everything you can think of. At some time or another in the past 27 years, I've been involved in it. And so in that time, I've seen a lot of different things that have uh, different activities against abortion. And so I'm often you know, ask, or I see it ask, like, what's the best way to stop abortion? I see people saying, hey, this is the best way to stop abortion, or this is the best way to stop abortion. And so what's my opinion of that? What do I think is the best way to stop abortion based upon my, you know, over a quarter century of uh, pro-life activities? What do I think is the best way to really stop abortion? Well, here's my answer. All of the above. I've noticed over the past, you know, decades of being involved that pro-lifers really like to criticize other pro-lifers. They like to say, oh, what they're, per- that per- we shouldn't do that. We need to do this instead. What, uh, the way I'm doing it's the way we need to do it. You know, our way is the best and you really shouldn't do that. Um, in fact, some will even say that certain activities are counterproductive. One of the most, when I was involved in rescue in the early nineties, it wasn't the pro-aborts that we were, um, that kind of bothered us as much as the pro-lifers who would criticize us in our activities and saying we shouldn't do that. That's going to harm the pro-life movement. You see the same thing today with activities like showing um, pictures of aborted uh, fetuses, aborted babies, um, showing them that somehow is going to harm the pro-life movement. (coughs) Excuse me, I'm still getting over a cold. Sorry about that. In fact, a prominent um, pro-lifer who used to be working at an abortion clinic, she has said that having pictures of aborted babies is a, is a terrible idea and we shouldn't do that. But I really think we can't know the impact of our actions. We are not called as people who are trying to overturn legalized abortion in this country. We're not called to know exactly the impact that our actions will have and to know ahead of time and say, okay, this is the best use of my time and I'm only going to do it like this. Basically what we end up doing is we make the perfect the enemy of the good. I would argue that as long as an activity opposing abortion is moral, then it's a good thing to do and you should do it. 
obviously we're not we shouldn't do things that are immoral that is counterproductive because it's you cannot do evil so that good might result so for example you can't kidnap a um, politician who's pro-abortion and torture them that's that would be immoral and that's not a good thing to do we shouldn't do that but basically all the different activities that most pro-lifers are engaged in political activities spiritual activities um, direct action sidewalk counseling prayer fasting all of those things they're all good you know, if you want to do one of them, do it. And honestly, there is no best way because some people will react and respond to certain activities and other people will react in other ways. And so don't be so concerned about what, how other people react. Instead, be concerned about what you can do. What can you do to help stop the Holocaust of legalized abortion in this country? So whatever it is, do it. Do, just do something. It's an excuse to say, oh, well, I'm not sure, you know, this is, might not be the best thing to do. I'm just not going to do anything. That's an excuse. Do something. Now, I will give this one caveat to this, to my, um, to, to my comments here. And that is, we do have to recognize that this is a spiritual battle, ultimately. Ultimately, this is not a political battle. You know, I was at the March for Life. And I went to the rally beforehand. I usually don't even like going to the rally because it's just politicians saying the same thing every year and talking about how great they are. <coughs> Excuse me. And I just, you know, that annoys me after a while because if it was so great, politics, our political response is so great, why do we still have legalized abortion in this country after 45 years? But at the same time, there is a place for political activity. However, we always have to recognize that this is a spiritual battle. And so we must include spiritual means against abortion. So we have to be engaged in prayer. We have to be offering up mass. We have to be evangelizing people spiritually to become uh, Catholic, to recognize the reality of God, of our Lord, of our Lady, and things like that, so that we can oppose abortion more successfully. Because if we just have it on a human level, if we just simply do political activities, we're never going to win. Because ultimately, what's happened in this country is people have accepted abortion as acceptable. They don't see it. I mean, they might, if you, if you confront them on it, they might find it a bit distasteful. But in general, the majority of this country thinks there's no problem with abortion being legal. Because if they did think it was a problem, we wouldn't have abortion legal anymore. But the fact is, they don't see it as a high priority to make it illegal. And that really ultimately is a spiritual, it's a spiritual battle that we're fighting. If people really think that it's okay to kill an innocent unborn child in her, his or her mother's womb, then that's clearly a spiritual problem. Because obviously, scientifically, we all know it's a baby. No matter how much some pro-abortion people might claim otherwise, we all know it's a baby. Everybody ultimately knows it's a baby. You know, when mommy gets pregnant, you know, five-year-old Sally doesn't say, oh, mom, you have a potential baby in there. Oh, mom, that's a great fetus. You know, I can't wait to see that meet that fetus that you have. No, they all know it's a baby that, that the mother is carrying. And so we have to recognize that if you know, the only way you can be blinded to that reality that it's a baby isn't a scientific argument, it's a spiritual argument. So while I don't 
argue against doing scientific activities, you know, showing the scientific evidence for why it's a baby, uh, doing political activities, things of that nature. Again, I don't think any of those things are bad. I think we should do those. I think underlying it all has to be spiritual. So if you're going to go be involved politically, let's say go right to your congressman or, or meet with him or something of that, or even run for Congress yourself, make sure you are praying, make sure you are spiritually, um, following the Lord, going to confession regularly, going to mass regularly, because that's really, you're not going to be successful even on the practical level if you're not also involved on the spiritual level. So that's, that's one thing I would say. But again, there is no one specific way, best way to stop abortion. The best way to stop abortion, I guess I would say ultimately, is the way you choose to do it. Whatever you choose to do, that's the best way. Not doing something is the worst way. And so we really need to spend our energy fighting against abortion, not against each other. You know, so don't believe those who would say they have the best way to stop abortion and you need to do it this way. No, do it the way you feel you're called to do it. And I think that's the best way for you to do it. I also wanted to mention on this anniversary of uh, Roe v. Wade that we need to pray for Mary Wagner, who is a Canadian pro-life heroine. She is uh, the one who kind of started the whole Red Rose rescues, and she's been arrested just numerous times. She's been in jail often, and she's in jail right now. This is January twenty second, 2018. She's in jail right now waiting, to, um, waiting for a trial, I believe. And what's amazing, what I think is great about... Uh, the witness of somebody like Mary Wagner is that, first of all, she's in jail because she refuses to agree to stop protesting abortion. Basically, if she would just say, okay, I won't do this anymore, I won't do proactive activities anymore, then she would get out of jail, but she refuses to do that. But what's great about her action is she is effective in fighting abortion, whether she is in jail or not in jail. In fact, I would argue she might be more effective fighting abortion in jail than out of jail because in jail she offers up her sufferings. She offers up her, <coughs> excuse me, she offers up her confinement for the sake of those unborn children she's trying to save. Obviously, she's also just practically a witness in jail to those around her because I'm sure a lot of people in jail are impacted directly by abortion. And so let's pray for Mary Wagner. Let's pray that she would continue to be strong and that more might join her in this fight against abortion. And again, find something to do. Whatever it is, do something to stop abortion in this country. Let's end the Holocaust of legalized abortion in the United States once and for all. I don't want to be going to the March for Life 45 years from now. I hope we don't have a March for Life in just a few years because Roe v. Wade's been overturned and legalized abortion is unthinkable again in this country. Okay, well, that's going to be it for this podcast. If you like what you're hearing here, please rate and review it on iTunes. And uh, until next time, keep swimming against the stream.